Whether it's screen printing, embroidery, or promotional products, Four Seasons Screen Printing is here for you. They provide a small shop feel with the capability of high volume production and very fast turnaround times. Learn more today at fourseasonsmarathon.com. What's going on, Cyclones fans? Jake Sentholz back with you for episode, what is this, episode six, I believe, in the offseason, maybe seven. Uh, I don't know, but we're uh, almost to 10 offseason episodes already, and summer continues to fly by. We are in August, which is the Sunday of summer, if you want to look at it in a uh, as a weekend. June is Friday, obviously. Excited. You're getting, uh, getting the drinks ready, Friday night drinks. Feel like you got the whole summer ahead of you, the whole weekend. Saturday flies by. Usually June goes pretty quick, and then Sunday you're dreading. Uh, the end of the weekend. And that's just about where we sit right now as we record. It is already August 8th. So just a few more weeks left in summer before uh, the younger ones go back to school and the rest of us get into our fall routines, whether that be uh, going back to play sports or getting back uh, in the uh, in the in the swing of things as far as your job, but uh, just uh, cherish those last little bits of summer that we have left as we work our way towards hockey season. Pretty exciting personal news. Uh, those of you who listen to me, listen to these episodes, know I am an avid golf fan, love golf. It's my second favorite sport uh, to play, maybe my favorite sport to play at this point in my life, but it's a top three sport overall with football and hockey. And uh, I sunk my first Eagle three just last week. My friend, uh, one of my best friends that we played hockey together growing up, he was my neighbor. He uh, joined the military, has been gone for the last uh, about eight years in the Air Force. I've only seen him a couple of times. We went golfing a lot, and we were down in Nakusa at uh, the Arrowhead Lakes course. And uh, I eagled Eagle 3 on the 547-yard par 5 ninth. Uh, so I hit a perfect drive, maybe like 230 down the middle, uh, put a rescue club about 200 yards further, and then uh, sunk a nine from about 114, 116 out. It was probably um, tee to hole, my best hole ever. Uh, three excellent shots, and I was beyond excited. Uh, so that's the uh, personal update and personal news that I had. I buried my first eagle, my first eagle three at least. Uh, I don't know if I've ever eagled a par four. Probably not, otherwise I would remember it. Uh, so yeah, that's the exciting personal news that I, uh, I wanted to share with you guys. Um, like I said, I hope you enjoy the rest of the summer. I'm about to head to Montana here, leaving for a trip tomorrow. So my August has been uh, treating me pretty good. And I'm looking forward to a couple more here, off-season episodes here, and then uh, back to the rink. And we're going to be back to the weekly episodes. I'm going to start watching practice. And uh, we're going to start getting some more player interviews for you guys as well. So enjoy the rest of the summer, but definitely look forward to everything we have planned here coming up in the next month and a half or so. Small bit of news uh, as we move forward closer to the season, we're going to be telling you more about the roster, more about the players once it gets more set in stone. But we do know two returning players for sure from last year, Brennan Valencia and Cullen Mooring. Valencia, uh, was good for three assists last year and uh, played a lot of time on that uh, third line. 
And then Cohen Mooring, who actually started off, I believe, as line mates with Brennan Valencia, worked his way up the depth chart quite a bit, showed off his prowess as far as scoring, putting the puck in net. He ended up with six goals and one assist last year. And of course, um, his uh, little brother was the reason that we did uh, the the uh, promo night for Aproxia Kids as well. So Cullen Mooring, Brennan Valencia are going to be back on the ice in Cyclones jerseys this season. Make sure you're following the Wausau Cyclones across your favorite social medias at Wausau Cyclones. I am Jake Senholz. You can keep up with me and my trip out in Montana at Senholz on Sport on Twitter. We appreciate you all for being here. I got Zach Surway, just Zach and I this episode, uh, but a good interview with Zach Surway with some more information that we haven't told any of you yet as far as dates, solid dates set in stone, uh, giveaways, and a, a fair wrap up as well. So all of that on the other side of this message from our friends at Bug Tussle Wireless. And welcome back inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me now is Director of Business Operations, Zach Surway. Zach, we are coming off the heels of a uh, very fun, very successful Wisconsin Valley Fair. Uh, I, unfortunately, I was running around doing my own stuff, so I never made it to our booth at the fair. But uh, I know I heard we had a lot of visitors. Uh, We gave away three different concert ticket packages. Pretty successful fair overall. Yeah, it was a a really successful fair. We had a, a ton of people visit us over the course of the the week at the Wisconsin Valley Fair and uh, had a lot of people enter to win a pair of Founders Club seats. So we'll be picking a winner of those here in the next uh, week or so. So stay tuned for announcement on that. And uh, yeah, it was good to, to get all, all kinds of different schedules to, to fans and talk to a lot of people that are excited about the Cyclone season upcoming uh, later on in October. Yeah, and that opportunity at Founders Tickets, that was a little nugget that we kind of uh, not kept secret necessarily, but we didn't promote it as hard because we wanted to reward those uh, who went out of their way and came and said hi to us over at our booth. So uh, thank you to all of those who entered and uh, and early congratulations to whoever ends up winning. Uh, But a big thank you to everybody that came by and I hope you enjoyed the Wisconsin Valley Fair. Zach and I talked a lot about uh, happenings in October on the last episode. We got another October uh, event to add on. It is our Military Appreciation Night. That's going to be presented by the Eye Clinic of Wisconsin on October 21st. So those first couple of home weekends, Zach, really, really jam-packed. Yeah, it is going to be. It's going to be a busy month of October for sure. Um, So October 21st uh, this year, it's going to be Military Appreciation uh, like you mentioned, presented by the Eye Clinic of uh, Wisconsin. So for that game, all current service members and veterans are going to receive uh, the ability to uh, get to that game for free, courtesy of the Eye Clinic of Wisconsin. Uh, we'll have a special pregame ceremony as well. And it's always a unique game as we uh, honor those that have given the ultimate sacrifice uh, to the, the great U.S. of A., and uh, it'll be a lot of fun upcoming in October. And then uh, uh, the Cyclones, as we've also talked about, uh, on the road um, a bit through November and December. But uh, on the back half of December, 
Uh, we arrive back home right after Christmas for that youth hockey night. And this one is presented by American Family Insurance. This is something that I think um, we've done every year uh, of existence is this youth hockey night. And uh, it's also uh, it's presented by uh, Jim Clemens Agency with American Family Insurance. Want to make sure I clarify there. But it's an opportunity for families to uh, come bring their young hockey fans and enjoy some Cyclones hockey for free. Yeah, so all the youth hockey players, and it was really cool actually last year. Uh, we had a, a bunch of photos that you can see in our, our look back on our Instagram or Facebook pages of all the area youth players at the uh, that game last year. Uh, shoot, we had players from Stevens Point, Anago, uh, Tomahawk, of course, Marathon County, uh, Everest, um, even had players up from Rhinelander, Merrill as well. So it was really cool to have all those kids out at that game wearing their, their youth hockey jerseys, um, supporting the Cyclones, um, having uh, kids to look up to in their uh, hockey journey themselves as well. Yeah, I know um, back when I was growing up, any excuse that you could use to wear your hockey jersey when you're not on the ice, whether that be at school uh, or out on the, the hill when you're snowboarding, skiing, whatever, any excuse to wear your hockey jersey and rep your uh, hometown colors, uh, kids are definitely going to take it. So I'm excited to see all those different jerseys running around the rink on December 30th. February 4th uh, is maybe um, going to be our most packed evening of the night. It certainly was, or excuse me, packed evening of the year. It certainly was last year. It's our wiener dog races. It's going to be the second annual wiener dog race. Uh, we we had a lot of fun with those last year. We're going to make this a big deal. I'm sure uh, it's going to be, um, I'm sure you're going to get flooded with possible entries might yeah. have to make some cuts this year i don't know how many more dogs we can really fit on the ice but uh what else uh besides for the fun that we already know comes along with the wiener dog races uh should the people know yeah they should look forward to another fun event i mean you can uh state it too from your point of view up in the, the broadcast booth is probably the the most fun that I've seen people have at a Cyclones game uh, last season. Um, I've seen those wiener dogs race across the across the ice, so it was a lot of fun to put on. So it certainly was uh, a no brainer that we're we're bringing that back here again this year. Presented by S, uh, our friends at SC Swiderski, and uh, the thing that the fans can look for if you're um, potentially listening to this, and you participated last year in the race. Uh, we will have more details later this month that will be released on how you can uh, sign up your wiener dog to participate. And uh, we did actually have to even make some cuts last year. We had some late uh, entries that wanted to take part, and we just got to a point where um, we had uh, too many wiener dogs to go around. So we, uh, we had to cut it off uh, at a certain point. But it'll, it'll be a lot of fun again this, year, this season, um, and it'll be a hot ticket as well. That game last year, Besides, our playoff game was the um, second largest crowd that we had, so it'll be a lot of fun again this upcoming year. Yeah, I'm excited. To looking forward, I'm looking forward to and excited uh, about getting to practice my horse racing call. Uh, it was my first my first uh, attempt at that style of like horse racing call uh, last year. I think it went okay, but I got a few I got a few tricks up my sleeves, maybe sleeve maybe a few puns. Uh, prepared for this year. Zach, have you had any sort of confirmation about the defending champion coming back to uh, try and retain its crown, or is it just uh, too far out and you haven't had those talks yet? 
haven't had those talks quite yet, um, but I, I know uh, from talking to the winners um, last year, they had a, a really a lot of fun last year, and it was. Uh, I think the other thing that was pretty cool about the the wiener dog races last year is just how excited even the owners of the dogs were. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, since it was the first year that we were doing it, um, it's been done in other markets across the country. It was the first time it was done in uh, the Wausau area. I think people didn't necessarily know what to expect or the owners didn't know what to expect. And I think when they seen that, that full crowd that night, they were kind of overwhelmed and um, really just proud of, proud of their dog for, being the, the center of attention that night. So that was pretty cool to see um, that night as well. It would be funny if we had a, a wiener dog dynasty come about here in the next few years. Uh, like, you know, the same dog wins three out of four years or something. That'd be maybe a, a pretty fun storyline to, uh, to go along with. But anybody that's maybe considering this, I would say don't even be afraid to get out there and practice in the yard with your dog um, instead of just throwing them out there. Uh, whoever your partner is going to be that night, maybe you guys get out, run some dry runs, uh, kind of like uh, the old um, Jamaican bobsled team. What is that? Cool Runnings, where they're uh, doing all the dirt runs. Uh, maybe yeah. some practice. Somebody can uh, get out there and practice some wiener dog runs out in the yard. Yeah, um, the other thing I should say about that race specifically, because just because I want to bring it up, because we had some questions last year going into the race, was, um, you know, obviously it's a ice rink, but the thing that people should know that are entering their dogs is it really, once you have a whole period of play, especially at the junior level, it really becomes um, just like walking on snow. Um, so, like you mentioned, even practicing, if you're out in the yard and, and have your dog walk across or run across snow. It's really the same thing. It's not like your, your dog is going out there and is going to slip. It's all ice is all cut up and it's safe for them to participate. And then the other thing that I should mention uh, that I just thought about as well for that night is this year, we do have something brand new with it where we will be um, having specialty t-shirts, uh, a special design that is going to be made up and uh, we'll have t-shirts available for sale and a portion of those will benefit a special cause um, here in central Wisconsin as well. So we're really excited about that and adding on to, to that night here this year. Yeah. Great reminder. Those specialty t-shirts going to be available uh, for multiple of our uh, special event nights and stuff over the course of the season. So it might be a nice little uh, collection to start for yourself or maybe your kid or something. Make sure you come grab one of those t-shirts at all of our special events uh, but that will be February 4th, the wiener dog race, followed up by the week after uh, teddy bear toss, something that we've been doing with our partners at Culver's for at least, I think this was the third, potentially fourth season uh, doing this. Always makes for a great call, makes for a great Instagram post and uh, just a, a fun um, and very uh, successful typically night overall. This one going to be on February 11th this year. Yeah, um that one was especially this past season was a, a big, uh, big goal to get. Um, the players were pushing for a playoff berth last year, and hopefully that'll be the, the same case uh, this season as well. And it's another one of our avenues of striving to uh, be a family uh, friendly event, um, doing the teddy bear toss. And it's a, a great cause that um, will benefit kids in need um, here through the Salvation Army. Of, uh, of Marathon County and Wausau where those teddy bears will go to kids in need. So 
thanks again to our, our partners at Culver's for helping to, uh, to bring this um, to uh, the promotional schedule upcoming this year. And if you'd like to see how the previous couple of years went, um, obviously you can scroll back on the Instagram, just use the dates as your guide. It's going to be somewhere around that uh, February 14th date might be a little after, might be a little before, but you'll be able to find it pretty easily. Uh, some pretty cool posts to go check over on Instagram. We've got a new partner, uh, Apex Learning. Uh, Zach, uh, what can we uh, let the people know about Apex Learning? Is this online learning, summer school type learning? Uh, what can you tell us about Apex? Yeah, so Apex, they were a partner with us for the first time this past season. And and what Apex Learning is, it's a, uh, a virtual school. Um, they're a proud partner of ours. And it really, um, their niche is, of course, in uh, virtual learning. And they specialize specifically to in uh, helping to educate um, hockey players, specifically junior hockey players that sometimes have to, you know, go as our players are in that same vote of having to go across the whole country and uh, still keeping up with their educational needs and prepping for college. So uh, Apex provides them the opportunity to uh, to meet their educational uh, goals as well. So we're, we're proud to, to partner with them here again this season. And uh, every Tuesday throughout the uh, Cyclones regular season, we'll be doing a like and share contest via our Facebook page and fans will be able to um, enter to win a free Cyclones t-shirt courtesy of Apex Learning. So stay tuned uh, as we'll get that promotion uh, underway as the regular season kicks off um, upcoming in September. Beautiful. And, you know, if you participate in every one of these, there's a lot of Tuesdays over the course of the NHS season. So yeah, your chances of winning at least one t-shirt, pretty good. And again, all you got to do is like, and share. Uh, I'm sure more info on that's going to be coming, but make sure you're watching the Facebook page. Speaking of, we promote the Facebook page, the Twitter and the Instagram a lot, but the Cyclones do have other social medias as well. We got a YouTube page. We've got a TikTok. And Zach, I know uh, you're making it one of your goals to really kind of revamp and uh, utilize that YouTube page quite a bit more this season. Yeah, uh, that is one of our, our main goals uh, for myself uh, this upcoming season is to help um, get a little bit more um, content out via that platform. We had a lot of success with it towards the end of last season um, with our mic'd up segment with uh, with Mitch uh, Miskovich, and we'll, you'll be able to uh, stay tuned for, for for some more of those uh, type videos upcoming this season as well. And it's a good way. Um, if you go to our YouTube channel, you can look up at um, highlights over the course of the, the past season, some top plays as well. So head to uh, to YouTube and subscribe to the Cyclones YouTube page and check out all the videos from this, this past season. And of course, stay tuned for some new content upcoming this year. Beautiful. Well, I think the only thing that you and I have left to talk about is uh, unfortunately the Brewers, I don't think we've really spoken except uh, via text. So they trade Josh Hader, probably the best closer in the entire world. Uh, ultimately, they get re one returning pitcher and two prospects. They DFA'd the, uh, the fourth guy in the package, and they've now lost six out of seven, including getting swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates and losing two out of three to the Cincinnati Reds. So, uh, Zach, your thoughts on the Hader trade and just the uh, – 
the the Brewers right now as they stand overall? Well, I guess I'll put it this way. Uh, I wasn't too happy with the trade, but at the the plus side of it is, I don't think uh, people that are Brewers fans are going to have many plans upcoming this October. So you'll be <laughs> plenty free for uh, to watch the Cyclones upcoming on October um, 14. So yeah, I was pretty shocked by the trade, and I don't. I still am trying to understand what they seen in that trade that uh, that thought was going to be a. Uh, a good trade and i think uh the thing that's really interesting about the trade and it kind of relates to uh to junior hockey as well as um going back to our last season we didn't have really too many players you know go in and out uh too many player movement in season and uh you can see how that player movement in season can certainly affect a a locker room or a clubhouse in this case and uh can really mess with uh just simple of what the expectations are for each specific player. And now you've seen the bullpen melt down over the last uh, couple of days. So it shouldn't necessarily be a surprise uh, that that happened, but that's kind of what can happen, you know, in that case, when you, uh, you mess with a good thing that you had going. Yeah, I totally agree. And for me, the biggest problem I have with it is, you know, if you're going to trade Josh Hader, I I don't like it in the first place, but if you're going to, you got to get something better than this package. We got, you got, one guy now on the roster that is a free agent after next season. So you're getting one season of this guy and then two, two prospects and who knows what the prospects could end up with or end up being, especially in baseball. But I just can't believe, I find it very hard to believe that that's the best package that you could possibly get for a guy like Josh Hader, especially when you trade him to the Padres who just traded for Juan Soto and everybody else on this, on the planet. And it's like, there's gotta be some other team out there that had more that was willing to offer more, but I'm uh, I'm at least happy for Hater that he landed somewhere where it seems he's going to have a ton of success, maybe even immediate success. They seem to have jumped to the forefront of the World Series favorites. Um, so, I mean, I'm happy for Hater. He at least landed in a good spot. But, yeah, disappointed in Stearns and the decision-making and disappointed in the team's uh, inability to, obviously, like you said, that shakes a team to their core. But to lose six out of seven and now you're 58 and 50, that's tough. That's tough. You're going to be fighting for a wild-card spot. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, right now, if the, as we record this uh, on the 8th of August, if uh, the season ended today, they'd be out of the playoffs. So, uh, like I said, if uh, if it's any good news, uh, you won't have to worry about the Cyclones competing against the Brewers uh, for postseason game dates uh, in right. this month. Uh, Always a silver lining. Always a silver lining. Um, I guess that's all we got for you. Uh, I'm going to – I got – I, you already know I'm going on a trip this next week, but uh, I'm going to listen to the Aaron Rodgers interview on Pardon My Take here on the drive over. I'm very anxious to see how that one went. But based off the couple of clips that I've seen, uh, looks like it's going to be a pretty good, pretty funny, lighthearted interview. So uh, maybe all of you out there can check out the Aaron Rodgers Pardon My Take interview as well. Um, thank you for listening. As always, Zach, we will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Just a few more of these off-season uh, podcasts, and then we're right back at it. Go clones. Go Clones, that is a Director of Business Operations for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Serway. At Precision Body and Frame, customer satisfaction is based on years of experience. As our customer, you will receive the finest quality repairs available. We are ready and willing to answer all of your questions concerning repair or estimating process. Our professional staff will assist you with your insurance company and claims handling procedures. 
Visit precisionbodyandframe.com for more details on all the services offered.